Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts, I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And this is a podcast where I have 30 minutes at a time to explain as much about Kingdom Hearts as I can, and we are on Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, I almost said Birth by Sleep. Nope, we did that one. Yeah, we now we're going back out. to it. You take one week off and you forget you finished the game. Yep. <laughs> uh, but we're back, thanks for, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Yeah, and the good news is season 12 of Archer has, like, dropped, or the news has dropped, so now I can tell you why I've been so tired. <laughs> I started season 12 of Archer half-staffed and have been working double time for, like, about a month. <laughs> yeah, uh, once you know that, you'll understand the last several episodes. <laughs> yeah, we'd been working for about, like, five weeks by the time that news dropped, and I just, like, couldn't tell anyone. Yeah. And I was just, like, exhausted. Yeah, I didn't even know, so... <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, so last week on Monday, I said something about the visual diaries. Like, oh, we forgot to put that up again. And you just told me about how your day, it was 11 in the morning. You told me how your day was going. I'm like, we're not going to record this week. I'm going to make the executive <laughs> decision that we're not going to record this week. Yeah, it was it was a rough couple of days, but yeah. everything's starting to like even out now. So hopefully we won't have any more interruptions. Nice. Here's the here's the only bad part about taking a week off. You don't remember what happened. I only remember that Vanita showed up. <laughs> That's it was like a it. ghost of him. It wasn't actually him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there should be zero amount of Vanitas anywhere near Sora. The the emotional impact was the same. <laughs> exactly. The worst part is that Sora also saw him. So, like, that's gotta fuck him up, right? <laughs> like, why is there a shitty goth ghost of me dunking on me? Why am I being mean to myself? I would never do that to myself. <laughs> well, I would never do that to me. Because, like, you and I, we'll do that to us all the time. But we're not good like Sora is. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely the Vanitas of wherever the Sora version of myself is. <laughs> I go back and forth. I like to think I'm mostly the Sora, but Vanitas is definitely in the mirror more often than he isn't. <laughs> but just, like... Why would Nomura do that to Sora? <laughs> Why would he do that to him? <laughs> and you. And me. Also me. Yeah, let's not forget me. But, like, I'm mostly <laughs> worried about my boy. Um. Also, uh, the rest of the episode was pretty much just Hunchback of Notre Dame, but compressed, right? Yeah, we finished it with Sora's side. But I think we ended right as we picked up Riku's side. And Riku said, fuck the police and didn't tell Phoebus anything about yep. Esmeralda. Yeah, because he's a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't like Riku doesn't know that he's a good kid. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I think that's where we ended. Just like Esmeralda was like, hey, thanks for not ratting me out. And he's like, I know the national no snitching policy. Yeah. So um, that's I think that's where we were. That is. All right. If you're ready, your time begins now. So, yeah, Esmeralda shows up. Thanks him for helping her. Or for like basically minding his own business, good for him. <laughs> right? Yeah. And Riku's just like, yeah. I mean, I don't even know that they were asking for a thing. That's a word I do not understand, so I couldn't answer it. Oh. Yep. Oh, whoops. Also, guy looked like a cop, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Esmeralda kind of explains the situation. She's like, yeah, my people are being hunted because they're like a free people, and Frollo can't control us. Uh, he brought in fresh blood to torment them. He's like, I hate to know what darkness drives that man. And Rika's just like, yeah, I think I have an idea. <laughs> Literal, tangible darkness that turns you worse. Yeah, and Rika's just asks, like, was he always like this? And Esmeralda's like, I don't give a shit. 
Good for her. And she's just like, yeah, um, I don't care where he started. All I care about is where he's at right now. That's not cool <laughs> at all. So if you want to find out about him, hey, go ask people at Notre Dame. Yeah. That's a place for answers. They'll probably help you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, which one's that? And she's like, the big building. And he points at the Eiffel Tower. She's like, the other one. And he points at the Arc de Triomphe. And she's like, the other one. He's like, that one? She's like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, the big monument that he stands in the middle of Paris going, just uh tell me when i'm hot or cold <laughs> <laughs> and so we zoom up we see notre dame and we get the big logo and then you go over to the cathedral and again it's a kingdom hearts game totally empty so it's just like is anyone even here to help me <laughs> i'm a i'm still a kid like he's 16 but like he's still a kid yeah like he's older but he's also just suddenly trapped in his younger body <laughs> With a new haircut? Yeah, and he's like, I can't reach the higher shelves anymore. It's bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Uh, see, that's where I would have the leg up on Riku. If you trap me in my 16-year-old body, same height. <laughs> so, <laughs> got him. So, uh, Quasi shows up, and he's just like, hey, uh, I'm like, what's up? What do you need? The Archdeacon's <laughs> not here right now. <laughs> and they uh, exchange names real quick, and um, Riku's just like, okay, well, I guess... No one's here to help me, but I'm looking for a guy named Frollo. And Quasi's just like, oh, that's my master. He's out in the outskirts of the city. And Riku's just like, oh, okay, so you know him. Cool. What's his fucking problem? <laughs> <laughs> and Riku hears about how Frollo saved Quasimodo's life and protects him from like the, outs the outside world. And Riku's just like... I'm concerned. That doesn't. <laughs> none of this sounds normal. This I don't want to be rude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to presume anything, but this. I, if I talked to my dad at Mickey Mouse about this, he would say something is fishy for sure. And Quasimodo's like, no, I, like you shouldn't be concerned. It's because like I'm such a monster, and like covers his face. He's like, so everyone like out there would be totally cruel to me. So he's protecting me. And Riku's just like, cool, so it's like, that what someone else told you, or is that what Frollo told you? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, trust me, like, looks can be deceiving, a real friend sees you for who you are, no matter what face you wear. Yeah. Riku just kind of, like, smiles at him, he's like, hey, why don't you just, like, go out, go out in the world, and go find yourself a friend who understands you. Yeah. And Quasi's like, yeah, I'm not allowed out there, though. <laughs> and Riku's like, so big red flag, then. <laughs> And Rico asks if there's something uh, holding him back. And Quasimodo's just like, I'm deflecting and runs away back upstairs. <laughs> uh, <I gotta> go. <laughs> and Rico's just like, hey, you should check your heart. I'm going to go check the edge of town. And like, <laughs> thanks for your help and leaves. And Quasimodo's like, I feel like you're trying to have like a cool one-liner, but I'm just going to go. It's, it, seems, it seems, I bet you think that's a cool one-liner, Riku, so I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> Riku's just like, Sora would have thought it was cool. <laughs> you're right. Shit, Sora friend. thinks everything's cool. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang, I can't trust his, he's not a good barometer. I breathe and he applauded. <laughs> Look, I think everyone needs a Sora in their life. They do. But yeah, so uh, as Rika's walking away, he's just like, huh, wish I could take my own advice. <laughs> and then leaves the cathedral. I'm so dark. <laughs> and uh, this is where we get to find a special dream eater somewhere in Notre Dame that is called uh, Lord, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kiru, I think it is. It's like 
a traveling semi-boss sort of thing. It's this little frog okay. that's got a shield and a sword. And depending where you fight him, the, sil- the, the shield and the sword are different. And he's just like a little dream eater frog and you fight him. Okay, that and sounds cute. You have like a certain amount of time and if you don't kill him, he disappears and goes somewhere else and you have to go find him. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, yeah, so you go make your way to uh, the bridge out of town. And it's like a big bridge and it's like covered with like tents and stuff. Uh-huh. Full of people? Huh? Just full of people. No. Chocolate. Oh, dang. Absolutely empty. Just okay. deserted. <laughs> That's even scarier. And um, he notices a big flying dream eater just fly right over him. And like it turns and shoots fire down on him. And it's basically the war goyle that we fought as Sora, but now has wings. Okay. It's a flying war goyle. Yeah. So now you basically have a weight, like an obstacle course he's shooting at you while he's flying and like you have stuff to hide behind as you make your way down the bridge okay that sounds pretty fun yeah it's not a boss fight because like you can't interact with him you just kind of have to like dodge his uh like bullets and stuff okay well not bullets just fire right fire Fire bullets bullets. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so you make your way across the bridge you get to the outskirts of town keep running from him um you eventually make it past the edge of the city, and we see the windmill scene from Hunchback of Notre Dame, where Frollo's just like, hey, uh, there's people in this uh, windmill that are protecting a Romani family, so just, like, burn it down. Cool idea? Cool guy. And what a shithead. <laughs> and Phoebus is just like, uh, actually, this is a, that's a terrible terrible idea <laughs> seems pretty bad and i just i don't want to do it so i'm not going to and like the war goyle lands by frollo as riku comes like running out of the forest riku just kind of like runs over and phoebus is just like the fuck a demon's here <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i think if at any point a demon shows up next to your like religious figure you can assume that satan is involved and just like Deal with it accordingly, Phoebus. Well, luckily Frollo is a very certain corner of religious figure where he's just like, no, no, this isn't a demon. This is righteous judgment. Uh, okay, Frollo, sure. Yeah, he's like, I was given this power, me, so like clearly it's a good thing and I get to use it to just do my terrible racism. I think I hear about Frollo every single day on Twitter. Like, just real-life Frollo's out in the world. And I think that's why I hate him the most of, like, the Disney villains right now. Yeah, that's fair. He's too rare. He's He's too real. Too real. (laughs) And Phoebus is just like, oh, this is, no, this is bad. This is, none of this is cool. I, nope, I'm, I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) I will not. Yeah, and Riku's just like, hey, once you, like, fall for this power, you can't come back from this. Like, you cannot go into this level of darkness. And Frollo's just like, uh, first of all, fuck you. Yes, I can. <laughs> Second of all, you're nine. Get away from me. Yeah, and he's just like radiating darkness as he's screaming about like, how dare they like speak back to him or like whatever he's going. Yeah, he's all like, I'm a virtuous man. Good and evil shall be made plain once I burn it all down. <laughs> oh, that's what good people say, I've heard. Yeah, and he walks away cackling. Real real cool guy vibes. Just like a regular good like good person then. Yeah. Ask Clayton and- how that went for him. 
<laughs> and uh, Phoebus tries to stop the Wargoyle, but get no- gets like knocked aside easily because mm-hmm. he is just a person and this is a giant demon. <laughs> and it flies off and Riku goes to check on Phoebus and tells him, he's like, hey, just like relax. I'll go take care of Frollo. And Phoebus is like, this is so embarrassing. You're like a kid. And I have to rely on you for help. <laughs> Eric is just like, hey, you're not the first one. Bye. And leaves. <laughs> and then we get a memento, which is a flashback to Dark Obsession. And it's the scene of Frollo and Phoebus like up on like a balcony somewhere talking. And it's when Frollo like takes off the stone and shows all the ants and like crushes them. And he's like, that's right. where all like the Romani are. And I'm going to do this to them. Right. Like serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> like how a serial killer does things. Well, Phoebus is just like sweaty nervous. Like, oh shit, I think I hate my boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's that whole scene, basically. He doesn't, like, there's way less animation. He doesn't, like, lift the stone, but he has, like, the same conversation. Right. And then we cut back, or we get back to it, and we see the city and the river, and or the city and the river and everything just kind of on fire now. Because we have crossed over to the end of the movie. Cool. So we go running back to the cathedral. Just everything's on fire. Quasimodo's there with this like unconscious Esmeralda in his arms. And Rika's just like, hey, is she, is she okay? Okay, she's good. <laughs> she's Is she breathing? Okay, then. She, she, I think she like starts to wake up and she's like, no, I'm good. We got this. And he's just like, all right, cool. I guess I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm gonna go take care. There's like a whole. I have so much going on. I'm just gonna go take care <laughs> of that. A lot I gotta do right now. <laughs> so uh, he starts to head up to Notre Dame, but Quasimodo tries to join him. And Riku tells him he's just like, "Hey, or um, he's just like, hey, don't worry about it. I got this. You stay here with Esmeralda. Make sure she's safe." And uh, then at the end, he's just like, "Hey, did your heart get the answer it was looking for?" And Quasimodo just like kind of like smiles as we can see like Esmeralda in the background, just be like. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> so then you head up to the roof for a boss fight. Uh, the gargoyles are also here, but who gives a shit? They do fuck, something. Fuck those gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they're like fighting nightmares. Eriku's just like, all right, I guess you guys got it down here. I'm going to go to the roof. Bye. And sleeps. <laughs> Hope you don't die. And we go up top and Frollo's up there just like cackling down at the fire. And once Riku shows up, he's just like, look, look at all the power that has been granted to me. <laughs> and Riku's just like, all I see is a sad old man with a uh, with a dark heart. Yeah, fucking melt his ass, Riku. Frollo gets pissed, holds up his sword, and he's just like, all right, well, I'm going to judge you just like I'm judging the rest. <laughs> and like his darkness just summons Wargoyle like, from the flames. Just like a regular good Christian man would do. And, but then he get, like his dumbass just gets knocked off the edge by the <laughs> wargoyle. And like he just like falls off the cathedral into the flames, screaming about how judgment will be his. Is that how he dies in the movie? Uh in the movie it's when he's like holding on to the gargoyle and it falls on him and it's like roars in his face. Right. It's very subtle. Yeah, <laughs> it's a solid. But then he, do- but then he falls into fire. He does fire. fall into fire, though. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. But yeah, so then we cut to Frollo's sword on the ground as a black booted, fo- uh, a black booted foot walks up, and Rico gasps, and the camera cuts to Kingdom Hearts One and some Seeker of Darkness. 
No. <laughs> and that that young stranger no, in the black coat. No, try it again, Shannon. I don't believe you. Do one no. more take. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my, my beautiful boy, handsome. Back at it again. Why is he back at it again at the Krispy Kreme? <laughs> and Riku's just like, what? Why are you here? He doesn't even go here. <laughs> and our young stranger is like, your best friend is never far. And then Ansem just kind of like picks up the sword and like inspects it. And he's just like so sad. Oh god, I was in a hurry when I wrote this. <laughs> oh yeah. The... No, I think that makes lost of yielding, because that means you stopped yielding. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Yeah, the loss of yielding. Yeah, that makes sense. It sounds like a sentence Ansel would say. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, so sad. The lost of yielding to the darkness. Enrico's just like, yeah, you could write a fucking book about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Ansel's just like, I'm going to ignore you and keep going. Of I embrace <laughs> the darkness. And like he points the sword at Riku and he's like, and unless you hurry up and learn to do the same... Uh, your stay will end just like his. And Rico, uh, Rico summons his keyblade. He's like, no, not anymore. I, I walk the road to dawn. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's my boy. Young stranger is just like still afraid of the dark, I see. And then like walks off to a portal. And Ansem's just kind of like, huh, and like throws the sword at Rico's feet and just walks into the portal after him. But like he stops and like looks over his shoulder and like smirks a little bit and then goes in. Okay, I have several problems. <laughs> I don't know how you can be unhappy. Ansem's here. Problem number one, Ansem's here. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the fact that he is here, regardless of what he's doing, because I'll get to that in, in problem number two, but that guy is extremely dead. I feel like we've killed him three or four times at this point. Can't stop me. Can't stop me. <laughs> And I so problem number two is that I don't like when Ansem is near Riku because he's historically a very bad uh, influence on Riku's life, and I don't like that. <laughs> number three, why? Who is this fucking kid? <laughs> Who's this fucking kid? <laughs> Just a little shit. <laughs> why is so? Why does he have fucking Ansem on a leash? Near him, why is why are they hanging out? Sometimes you just need a friend. But what? No, those he doesn't get. He's handsome. Doesn't get to have friends. <laughs> he's awful. So Riku tries to like stop them, but kind of the portal closes before he can like reach them, and he's just like pissed. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, they think, or they think I'm afraid of the dark. Not while I have the keyblade. It will guide me to the light. At least the boy is still good. At least he's like, you're not gonna fucking trick me again, Billy Zane. Not on, not on, not on your life. And uh, so then the uh, war royal shows back up, or the war royal's still there, just like I guess I'll wait till you're done. Is Hi, the- I'm a boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you had some stuff going on. I didn't want to be rude. I'm I'm a war royal. You dramatically gasped when that guy showed up, so I just sat back and waited. Thought it was important. Think you didn't need me, you know, muddying up the scene. Is the kid? Is that like? Is that Xanar's son? I will be so mad <laughs> for s- so many reasons. Xanar Junior. If that's Xanar Junior, I'm just gonna call him Xanar Junior, and I hope to God he's not, because number one, I don't. 
like the idea that under any circumstances, Xehanort has fucked at all. I hate that. And number two, <laughs> the age gap is very... So he would have had to have... Because the kid looks like he's around... He's like 15, 16-ish. Yeah, he's like 17, 18 at Yeah, like. so he's a little old. So that means that he... Like, Xehanort would have been like 70 when he <laughs> had him. And that's bad, just in general. You shouldn't be having kids when you're that old. They come out weird. The older your parents are when you're born, the weirder the kid is. Like, that's just a fact. That's a, like a law of life. <laughs> and now he's just hanging out with Ansem, who is Xehanort, with sort his, of. With his uncle Ansem. Why? Is <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Maybe. Uncle, uncle slash dad? Slash dad. Maybe Xehanort's his grandpa. Which would put Ansem, I don't fucking know where, on the family tree. <laughs> I hate this kid. So you gotta fight Wargoyle. <laughs> just up on the roof of Notre Dame, and when you kill it, it falls in the fire. Riku just, like, stands on the edge of the building and watches it burn. It's like a fucking boss. Yeah, man. <laughs> And then you unlock the Chronicles for Kingdom Hearts 1, which is just explaining Kingdom Hearts 1. A nice little, like, oh, you didn't know who that man was? Here you go. In case you're surprised by fucking Ansem showing back up, the game should be like, yeah, us too. He died at the end. <laughs> and so you, you can scroll to the bottom and be like, aha, uh -huh, see, right here. <laughs> right here. Turned into a spaceship, died. Those are the two <laughs> bullet points under Ansem. You can't be here. It says so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we get a shot, um, after that, we get a shot of the city, it's totally fine, either the next day or a week later, who yep. knows, it's fine. They turned the fire off. All the people came back, everyone's back, having no. a part, no, oh shit, alright. <laughs> so, and then, uh, Quasimodo's down explaining to Riku about how Frollo trapped him in the bell tower, but it was Quasimodo who put the walls up around his own heart, and how Riku mm. helps him see that. And Riku just kind of like dramatically clenches his fist. He's like, I was speaking from personal experience. And Quasimodo's just like, okay. <laughs> All right, you're, you're weirdly intense for a nine-year-old, Riku. <laughs> the way it's framed is kind of funny because it's like the it's like from behind it's Riku. The Arthur you, meme. <laughs> yeah, you see him clench his fist and Quasimodo just looks at his fist and just looks back at him like, what'd I do? Are you going to punch me? I don't want you to do that. And Phoebus is just like, kid, I think you're still, like, putting up some walls around yourself. <laughs> you're speaking from active experience right now, huh? And Esmeralda's just like, yeah, hey, leave him alone. Like, we just have to do that sometimes. Sometimes you have stuff you need to keep away from the world till you figure it out. Yeah, Esmeralda is very good. Yeah, and she, like, smiles at Riku, and Riku just kind of, like, smiles back at her. He's like... Thanks, Mom. I mean, Esmeralda. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I gotta go. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> so then uh, he steps outside of Notre Dame and just, like, thinks about Ansem. <laughs> I don't want him to. <laughs> I'd rather he didn't. He's, and he's just like, I know what road my heart walks. And then the keyhole appears on the front of the Colosseum. Of the Colosseum, the cathedral. <laughs> I guess you could fight someone in there. I'm not going to tell yeah. you what to do. I mean, look. Everything is like Colosseum if you believe in yourself. <laughs> Statistically, someone's fought in there. It had to have happened. It's France. Someone has fought in there. <laughs> someone fought in there. But yeah, so locks it. He gets Guardian Bell. Which looks dope, by the way. That's a it, good looking Keyblade. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All the Keyblades of this one, because the Skull Noise is also really good. Yeah. 
I, you know, I like all the Keyblades in this game. They're yeah, all they, pretty cool. They look so good so far. But yeah, so we finish that world, and uh, we get another cutscene where we hear Roxas's voice go, Hey, Axel, you haven't forgotten. And we show Axel in his coat on sitting on the edge of the tower about to munch on some ice cream, and he's just like, wait, what? And he looks over at Roxas, he's just like, yeah, you made a promise. And Axel's like, I don't, I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, you didn't have it memorized there, Axel, But <laughs> And Roxas is like, you, that you'd always be there to bring us back. Uh, he's like, yeah, don't you don't you have it memorized? And then this starts like laughing, and Axelus just like starts laughing and looks away. But while he looks away from Roxas, Roxas starts to vanish. Oh, so this is actually very sad. What happened? What's happening? Yeah, uh, Axel's laughing. He's just like, yeah, best friends forever. And then that fades out. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and then we get a POV shot of someone collapse on the floor and they start getting up and that's when you see that it's Axel because it's his skinny ass arms. Right. <laughs> and he's just like, where, what happened to me? Where's Roxas? And he gets up and looks around and it's the computer room of Radiant Garden, Hollow Bastion, whatever your fancy is. And he turns and looks out, out like a glass window where he can kind of see his reflex in it, reflection. And behind that, you see all the the cart containers that you saw in Kingdom Hearts 2 where Ansem was like making all of it. Or was that Kingdom Hearts 2 or Kingdom Hearts 1? I think it was 2. Where you see all the heart containers and when you learn about where Ansem's making the artificial heartless. Yeah. I don't know which I don't know which one that one is. Yeah, it's in the castle's basement. It's one or the other. But um, when... When is this? Answers are coming soon. Okay, because he also, and this is, I guess I should stop being surprised when this happens. He also died. <laughs> Remember when we had that conversation with Yensen about killing someone's heartless and killing somebody's nobody? No. It was at the end of Recoded, and it brings back the person. So that's just kind of an any... Yep. One situation. Huh. But yeah, so he stands up and he looks at his reflection of the window, but in the you can see on the other side of the of the window, that's where all those like big heart containers are. Was he in did was fucking was Xehanort making like test tube babies of all of his like compadres? This was where they were making the uh artificial or the uh emblem heartless. Right, okay. But yeah, so he sees he recognizes his reflection. And he turns and he sees Dylan, Alias, Ienzo, and Evan on the floor. And they're all like still, but they kind of start like waking up as well. Huh. And like, and the, actually, this is one of those where he does say all their names out loud. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> so it is Alias. This is, see, again, further proof that Lee is good. Axel <laughs> is the one that's kind of shitty. But yeah, so Alias starts to get up and Ienzo's starting to wake up and he looks back. At his reflection and sees that he doesn't have his little, like, teardrop marks on his cheeks anymore. Uh-huh. And, like, he just kind of, like, he's, like, touching himself for a second. He's just like, oh, we're people again. But only the one- but only the ones who joined the organization here. I guess Xehanort doesn't count, but where is Bragg and mm. Isa? Oh, his boyfriend. And finally- Bragg's name has been said out loud. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I so everyone can calm down. It, yeah, I know it's like braid and braid. <laughs> I'm never gonna call him the right thing because I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he frustrates me. 
he what's that what's the the benoit blanc meme it makes no damn sense it compels me though <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of kingdom hearts in a yes. way <laughs> a little bit yes in a nutshell hey quick question yeah um do we ever find out what his heartless was like because i feel like i would like to know that but I, uh, I, that- we don't learn that for like anyone unfortunately there are people that have like their own thoughts because in kingdom hearts 2 there are the 13 mushroom heartless that you had to go fight it right. was like a special thing everyone's like oh were those 13 the heartless i was like that would line up but the 13th one would have to be roxas's and we've seen sora's heartless and sora's heartless was still sora <laughs> Yeah, so part of me is just like, they were probably just some random shadow. Right. Because, like, the Mushroom Heartless were Emblem Heartless, so they were artificially made. Every boss has been an Emblem Heartless, and they're all artificially right. made, so they'd have to be a natural one. So they were probably just a boring shadow just walking around. Just regular-ass shadow. That's... That you probably killed while you're not even looking <laughs> at it. That's kind of disappointing, right? Uh, I think it's kind of cool. I, I like it that it's just like, no, you're so regular, but like... I guess they could also be like dark sides. Those are natural heartlessness okay. and bosses. That makes, that makes sense. Because just like, like the deal to become a nobody is like you have to be like so strong-willed that like your body doesn't go away when your heart does, right? Like, yeah. But then like your heartless was just, it was just a shadow. <laughs> like It was just like a little guy. I feel like it's one of those like, because there are people that make heartless bosses, but from the darkness they emit as a person becomes a heartless. So right. maybe like they created, like their their heartless was just like a little shadow, but they might have like created a boss. Okay. Just by being a big enough asshole that they did all the things they did <laughs> sure. to become a, nobody. Right, right. Okay. Uh, but yes, after this, you unlock the Chronicles for 358 over two days. Dope. And then we get to go to the next world, which is the grid. Tron's oh, hell back. yeah. Tron! I like that guy. He sacrificed himself for us. That was pretty cool. <laughs> which I will say, this is it's Tron Legacy Tron. Okay. So as someone who hates that movie, <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. I think it looks very cool, but I haven't. Uh, watched it, so I don't really have an opinion on how the movie is. I like the soundtrack. Soundtrack's pretty dope. And I, like a lot of the, a lot. I like a lot of the designs. I just I think it's a mostly boring, okay movie. Yeah, you know that happens. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you uh you do the dive to head to the world. And you get to fight a boss real quick, which is uh Brawlamari, which is a, <laughs> a name Pokemon wishes it had. Oh god, yeah, you know that that. Masuda was kicking himself when he read that. He's like, oh, that could have been ours. And it's an octopus you fist fight. That is, Duh. that's that's literally a new Pokemon. Yeah, that's Clobberpuss. Clobberpuss, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you, you fist fight this octopus, and then you wake up on the grid, and it is Tron Legacy, so everything's like dark, and it's like blacks and grays, and like, then like a stark white. Right. And so is it a new- a Neutron outfit. Okay, so I was about to ask, is he in a Neutron outfit? Nice. Yeah, and it's very, it's legacy themed, so it's more slicker and stuff. Okay. And so this is like, oh cool, where are we? Wait a minute, I recognize this world. I recognize this outfit. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna go see my best friend Tron. And he looks up and we see one of those, I forget what they're called, like the ships that just kind of look like brackets that are like claw machines. If they have a name, I also cannot think of it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I didn't like Tron Legacy, and I haven't seen the first Tron in a hot minute. I have. I haven't seen this first Tron in a million years. And I've never seen Tron Legacy, and I'm trying to think if they have another name just in like fiction in general. But I, I never. When I look at them in anything, I'm like, 
that's just what that is. Like, it doesn't have a name to me. Yeah, but it's one of those, like, it picks up and starts flying away, and Sora's just like, whoa, what's that? It runs after it. It's a a crane machine um, (laughs) ship. Also, that's time. Would have got a lot farther if fucking Xehanort Jr. didn't show up with his fucking (laughs) uncle. Huh? And then Lee comes back. That's going to... I'm going to be thinking about that for a solid week. And then longer than that. But, like, definitely for a whole week. (laughs) But why... So if you kill the Heartless and the nobody, then the person just gets to come back? Yeah, because you just... You put their body and their heart back in the wild. I guess. Yeah, well, but you send their heart to Kingdom Hearts. So, But maybe that's part of it. That might be... We don't know what's going on up there. So that might be part of it. Like, it might just be eventually like, oh, yes, this heart's free. Oh, shit, there's its body. Oh, God, fine. Ah, right, sorry, put, sorry. Put, put it back in. Is, you know what? You're free to go. That, I have a lot of, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, the way I took it is just since it's like, it's not a death, it's like a supernatural death. Right. So it's not like that body was killed and buried. It was just like turned into a different thing so that it's like back so now that heart has somewhere to go instead of being like oh my body's gone forever i will go to kingdom hearts right it's more of like i was taken from where i belong where do i oh there's where i belong and then yeah it makes it makes perfect sense it just up until literally a minute ago i thought it was like xehanort had machinations and did dark rituals or fucking whatever and like so when both of his he gets to come back but that's just the rule with nobodies yeah so that's pretty cool. I like that. I mean, don't doubt him. He can do both. I don't doubt that he's done both. Clearly, he had to s- summon up some genetic material because I do not believe that guy fucks. <laughs> no one would get near him with a fucking 10-foot pole if at all. They shouldn't. I mean, I know some people probably would, but you shouldn't. You should have. You should respect yourself more than that. <laughs> um, but like, so now Lee's just back, so that's exciting, because I do like Lee a lot more than I like Axel. As do I. Was, um, Ienzo, was he, like, back to baby Ienzo, or was he teen Zexion age Ienzo? You didn't get a very good look at him, but he definitely looked more of, like, young adult-sized. Okay. It wasn't a baby in, like, his dad's trench coat. It, right, it wasn't, like, when Xehanort murdered, a, ripped a child's heart out of his, yeah. uh, out of his body. Yeah. He just like, murdered a ten-year-old. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> okay, so what can we expect next time on Kingdom Hearts? Uh, we are gonna go through the grid, and I'm gonna try to not be cranky about how much I hated playing this world. Because <laughs> everything's black, and I got lost all the time. <laughs> I just, everything looks the same. They're like, go this direction. I'm like, cool. And I would get turned around. I'm like, what direction? That could be any direction. All the hallways look the same. Please help me. Everywhere is black with blue lines on it. It's all the same. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's a red line that you can flow motion on. But then I get turned around because flow motion just slingshotted me at 30 miles per hour into a <laughs> wall that I bounced and ended up somewhere else. It looks the same as where I just was. But now I see two red lines instead of one red line. So I don't know. <laughs> So thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can talk to us at Kingdom Smarties. Use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts. If you just want to talk about the show in general, talk about what we're talking about, make stupid jokes, make memes, whatever you want to do. Love a good meme for the show. <laughs> please send us all of the Xehanort Jr. memes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and then use hashtag KHFree if you want to talk about spoilers and, like, the real... Maybe about this stranger in ways that we can't let Jake find out about. 
<laughs> so if you use KH free but don't attach it to that uh, Kingdom Smarts hashtag or don't send it to the account because then Jake can just log in and see it perfectly right there anyways. Yep. Uh, you can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Patreon at patreon.com slash kingdomsmarts. Uh, again, I will get to that kingdom design soon, I promise. You've been very busy, and yeah. now everyone knows why. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably do a poll for K-pop smarts soon. Yeah, I think the next one of those is up, coming soon. Yeah, gotta do one of those pretty soon. And I think that's about it for that right now. We will do that commentary one of these days. So we, we like, literally, like... A month and change ago, I was like, we got to do it in October. And then October happened. And I was like, maybe we're going to wait on that one. <laughs> yeah, October soon. just like sprinted for the finish line. I don't yeah. know where October went. Um, but soon we promise. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Shannon Maynard. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's Ben Kingdom Hearts. We haven't gotten to say hi to Zen this yet. Oh, he's back, baby. He's dead. Not enough. <laughs> he's for that pain in the ass. You think that's going to stop him? But that even, but Zemnis. He has monologues. Shouldn't be back. The rules said that when you kill Zemnis and Ansem Zaynor comes back, so they both shouldn't be here. It's almost like someone's up to something. Uh, I hate his schemes. <laughs> <laughs>